Is anybody watching? The NBA Finals are almost set. Major League Baseball playoffs are almost set. And we're back with the Week 3 NFL Lead Pipe Locks of the Week. This is the We Don't Know Sports Podcast. Stay tuned. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the We Don't Know Sports Podcast. This is Chad the Mark with... Mr. Brown. Canadian Biggie. Who are excited to talk about all things sports, but specifically, we can't wait to get to our Stone Cold Lead Pipe Locks of the Week. But before we do that, let's talk a little bit about the NFL. Let's talk a little bit about last week. What stood out to you guys outside of Dallas making the Falcons their bitch? That NFL team doctors are not as great as we once (laughs) thought they were. Dude, <laughs> punctured his lung. Yeah. How do you do that? The yeah. Chargers. Come like, on. We were on disbelief. Why is Tyrod not starting? And then you're like, oh, I'm going to pick up Herbert. And he started doing his thing. And then they're hanging with the Chiefs. And then we find out he's over there puncturing the dude. Yeah. What the heck's going on? You like thought, was it an all-week thing? They were going with Herbert and they just didn't want to give out the info. What's going on? Is this here? real life? Yeah. Maybe he was giving him a COVID test. <laughs> Maybe he punctured his tonsils. <laughs> Milk on the prostate. I don't know. Yeah, what I don't doing. know what's going on. Hey, you don't. Anyway, yeah. he he should be fired. Absolutely. <laughs> Plain and simple. I mean, my biggest takeaway, obviously, other than team doctors, is that you know everyone's getting destroyed and getting injured. Like so it's we, two pages worth of people. Yeah, I mean, but like you have notable like for the fantasy people out there, you've got McCaffrey's out four to six weeks. You got Barkley out for the for the year. Bosa's out for the year. It's crazy. We're only in week two. That's all right. The 49ers still handled the Jets okay. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, we had we haven't had, the running back even got hurt. Or Mostert. Yeah, I, it's and this is what happens when you don't have a preseason. I guess right is Absolutely. that is that what it is? Yeah, that is the biggest takeaway with the big names being out. I'll give you a rundown of guys that are out for the season through week two. Oh, you got Juan Barkley, Fawn Miller, Nick Bosa, Derwin James, Cortland Sutton, Anthony Barr, Bruce Irvin, Malik Hooker, Tavon Young, C.J. Uzama. Marlon Mack, Gerald McCoy, Andre Dillard, Zach Banner, Grant Delpit, all out for the year by week two. After two, these are all starters. Yep, every single one of them. I mean, this is this is it's out gonna of be like Darwinism this year. Not <laughs> to mention McCaffrey's out Absolutely. four to six weeks. Yeah, who? McCaffrey's out four to six oh, yeah, weeks. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I, you know, high ankle sprain that can linger all year. You never know how that stuff goes. Yep. It, the the whole thing is a freaking nightmare, though. And I, we're we're sitting here, we're we're watching. I can't believe the Thursday night game is the you know, Dolphins incredible and action. I mean, that's going to tune in everywhere to see the Jaguars and Dolphins. Everyone just tuning in to see if Minshew can throw the football over the mountain. And look, there's someone down on the turf already. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I was going to say, speaking of the turf, I'm interested to see what happens this week with uh, Niners Giants. Last week, a lot of those injuries happened for San Francisco on that MetLife Yeah, field, they were complaining about it. And they were complaining it. from the start of the game. The NFL is supposed to look into it this weekend. So I'm curious, uh, this upcoming week, is does it play better? Are they complaining? Do they not want to be I out there? I saw something where they said this is like the sixth time that a team has complained about the turf there. Yeah, so – like what? I don't know what the problem is. Yeah. Like it looks fine from a television perspective, but apparently playing on it is like playing on gravel. And at a certain point, what what can you do with turf? Uh, yeah. I guess replace it. You're yeah. in New York. You got money. It's yeah. fine. My biggest takeaway is that uh, I will not sing when the Saints go marching in again because when it came to our picks, I was primed to take control. I was primed to win last week, and I picked the Saints to cover the measly four point spread against your. 
No. Raiders. It was six and a half, I think. On, no, it was only four. When I picked, it was six and a half. Well, whenever I put money on it, it was, no, it, it was six and a half when we did our show. Well, it might have been, but when we put You when, still picked the freaking Saints. Well, when the line moved down to four, I was probably feeling even better. That's why I put 50 bucks on it, and it mm. still didn't happen. Mm. I thought they were going to be better than that. And it started off, they were on fire, and then Drew Brees looked like Al Bundy, like we've shown everyone today on social media. And it just is what it is. Like, I, I just can't. I mean, don't be mad at yourself because the Saints, they're good. Just the Raiders are better. I have no so, one to get mad at other than myself. You two watching that game, what was the more impressive thing to you? Or depressing, looking at it from Saints and Raiders' point of view. The fact that the Raiders went seven straight possessions scoring – with the with uh one fumble mixed in, once they got rolling, they could not be stopped. Or is it from the Saints side of it where they just couldn't get off the field? I'm just gonna say it's when Waller looked like a grown ass man out there dominating the field. Yeah, the Raiders got rolling and Waller was sixteen balling. targets and fourteen catches. Yeah. Who does that in the NFL as a tight end? It's Darren Waller does. That's who. They kept showing all night long. He wasn't just lining up in the tight end. He was lining up in the slot. He was lining up as a receiver. He lined up in the backfield. That's how you do it in 2020. Gruden says, that, that guy could do it all. The most impressive part of that game or the play that I liked the most just watching purely as a fan was third and 10 from like the 25. You got your backup running back in. Student body right. Let's <laughs> run it down their throat. Touchdown. All right, let, let's, let's, switch <laughs> gears. let's switch gears and throw some shade on your squad. The Patriots and Seahawks might have had the best game of the week on Sunday night. And you know what? Russell Wilson kind of, you know, took the stranglehold on the early season MVP with the five touchdown performance and all that. But nine TDs through two games. What what happened at the end of that game? Went with the same play they'd been running most of the night. Short yardage had been successful for him. We got somebody crying again on Went Thursday off night. Carted off. Carted off sorry. Wow. Went off the left edge and uh Seattle just won at that point. They interviewed Cam after the game, and he said that when uh, they blew that gap right there, he should have tried to take it to the edge, and he might have been able to get in, but he thought he could go over the top, I don't think and it, it was mattered. on him. I don't think it would have mattered. Didn't he jump for, like, the three-yard line? I mean, that's <laughs> – What is he doing? Well, he's a power forward I playing mean, quarterback. His spiked front bangs maybe would have hit the end zone. <laughs> no, I was okay with the I mean, play call because they have been doing that a lot in the first Cam. two weeks, and they were winning there that night. Uh Seattle beat them at the point of attack. Hey, they they blew that play up. It's yeah. like they knew what was coming, and I felt like I knew what was coming watching it. And I, I don't even watch him that much, but I'm like, this is a can option. I mean, to the if left. he'd have got his head like pointed straight towards the end zone, his freaking unicorn bangs would have probably crossed the plane. Yeah, yeah. but the ball has to cross the plane, well, Mister Brown. Just stick it out past his bangs, <laughs> and he'd been fine. It was impressive to come back three from, yard uh, line. You're gonna die from the three yard line. They were down. It's no wonder Carolina's to get the hell out of town. <laughs> down two touchdowns with five minutes left, and they were able to come Play down call. the field, score, get Seattle off the field. So it's a loss, but it's a good building. I, I will say, I was telling you this earlier this week, that I have not seen Cam Newton play a game where he has as much time to throw the ball as he has in the two weeks he's been with New England. Yeah, it looks, it's looked really strange with an offensive line around him. I mean, it's unreal. And Edelman has balled out for him. He's yeah. looked like an elite wide receiver in this system because you got Cam, who it's, it's like the perfect storm for New England. I think Seattle's really good. I don't think New England's left for dead at all. I think they're a playoff team. What it comes down to is now you got Cam, who's got all the time in the world to throw the ball, but if he's got to extend a play, he can do that too. So, like, that is a nightmare if you're a defense trying to control that. I think that New England offense, as the season gets rolling, is going to be kind of scary. They've looked really good through the first two weeks with the ability to run 
and throw. And uh, what I was really impressed with, like I said, down two touchdowns, five minutes left, you're able to put it together, move down the field when everybody knows what you're doing. I liked it. They, they may be scary after week three. We'll get into that later. <laughs> so we, we have plenty of NFL. We'll get to later when we do our picks. I want to switch gears real quick to college football. We have two things I kind of want to hit on. So, number one, the Pac-12 came out today, and they decided that they are going to play football. I mean, I don't know if anybody actually paid attention to that announcement or not because I guess they're going to play in November, and I don't know if they're going to play like three-minute quarters or something. I don't know. It's something stupid. But the Pac-12 is going to play football. Does that matter? Is, is that going to impact anything else that's already started? I don't believe so. The Big Ten deciding to play. They're playing with like this. seven games, right? Big Ten's playing eight games and then a conference championship. Pac-12 has no teams that are going to be relevant. So the only reason I think they're relevant anyway is to to hold up whatever end of a TV contract, not lose as much money, that sort of thing. They're too late to the damn party. Even if they're on time, the asses are late. (laughs) (laughs) It's not going to matter. So the, oh, and the Dolphins just scored. Uh, That's amazing. And we'll let you a sneak peek to the lead pipe locks as we all pick the Jaguars. We have to announce that since the game's already started, and it's not looking good. We haven't started 0-1 yet. Two and a half points. Remember, remember last year, every week we started 0-1. Yeah, Thursday was already – we It, were, it was already cursed. In the, in the hole. So we've been good. So I'm not letting the That's Dolphins early touchdown kind of defeat where, I, where I'm at so far. Oh, before we leave this game, one question. What's sexier, the beard or the mustache? Fitzpatrick and Mark Minshew were going at it this week. It's definitely the beard. No, absolutely not. It's it, absolutely the mustache. Have you not looked at teen fashion? No. Mustaches are back it's in like now. It's like what Fitzpatrick said. The only guys that grow mustaches are the ones that can't grow the beard Dude, because no, it's all patchy no. and shit. Mustaches are back in now. No. And don't, I would not grow a mustache, but I'm just saying. Because they're not back in. Yeah. But not for people our age. Nah, it doesn't. Come on. We're almost 40. Four. I'm a man. Exactly. I'm 40. No one cares about men's fashion. <laughs> they care about what's trendy. Would you consider yourself to be metrosexual? <laughs> what the? <laughs> I don't even know where to go with that. Here's where you're going <laughs> with that. that. If you only grow a mustache, you look mean. like Gordon Hayward. Yeah, people <laughs> think you're a porn star. If you grow a beard, you're Ryan Fitzpatrick and people love you. That's exactly right. Dude, you don't think Minshew gets the love with that mustache? That's not a true mustache. <laughs> Dude, you would love – if you could grow that mustache, you'd grow it. All right, so not to get derailed, back to college for a second. So you also have the SEC that's starting this week. So it's actually going to finally feel like a week of college football because the last two weeks have kind of sucked. Like we were down here, we were doing some remodeling in the man cave, right? Like it looks fantastic in here. looks amazing. I mean, it's great. Check out Facebook. We'll show you the pictures. But the the point is, you know, the past couple weeks, the games that you really wanted to watch have been few and far between. They've not been very good. But now you get the SEC that's coming back around, too. So now we're getting a little bit better slate. Other conferences are getting into their conference slate, too. So I'm actually really looking forward to this weekend when it comes to college football. Yeah, I am, too, for the first time because SEC – Big 12, ACC, you're getting all your conference matchups from here on out. So Those that aren't canceled by COVID, like yeah, the even AC, look ACC's got a few of those. An LSU against a Mississippi State or a Kentucky. That's typically a decent game to watch. Kentucky's right. not a slouch. It's not like they're playing, you know, the school of the deaf or the blind. And yeah. the same thing for us in the Big 12. we got Oklahoma State this weekend. It's an exciting, fun game to watch. It's fun to win 54-3 to against teams, but – Let's see what we got. So I just, this is a good I just want to know, for Oklahoma State, they have a running back, and he's probably the Heisman favorite potentially. Is it 
Chuba Hubbard or Chuba Hubbard? Chuba Hubba. Chuba Chuba Hubba. Chuba. Chuba Chuba Hubba. Chuba Hubba. I got it. Got it. Got it. So the NBA are in the conference finals. Have you gentlemen managed to find any time to watch these games? You know, I've had the time to watch, but I just haven't found the, uh, you know, gumption. Uh, <laughs> gumption? You know, the, the fortitude to sit down. And, the intestinal fortitude. Uh, you take touchdown, yeah. Jordan Howard and the Dolphins. Damn it. 14 nothing. Bad I'm pick. A- Anyway. Glad we all picked the Dolphins today. Anyway, back yeah. to the NBA so we don't have to watch this shit show. Yeah. <laughs> we got an NBA game at 9 o'clock. So it should be <laughs> Maybe out, that'll right? be better. Yeah, we got 10 minutes. We'll turn it there. <laughs> so the Nuggets cool. have won a game. They're playing tonight, right? They are playing game four tonight. 2-1 Lakers. Could easily be 2-1 Nuggets. AD hit the big game winning three. That's game true. Two. It's been tight. We'll see the Nuggets at Jamal Murray interview, and he said that they really feel like they should be up 2-1. to one. They've played that well. They just lost right at the end. So kind of excited to see what happens do you, tonight. Do you know how they won game three? What what changed? For uh, Jamal Murray hit like two threes in the last minute, I think. Yeah. And that's what the difference was. So my question is, like, can the Nuggets win more than one game, though? Well, here's the thing. If you're the Lakers tonight, you want to lose. You want it to be 2-2. You don't want to go up 3-1. I mean, series is over for you. Well, you want it to be over because on the other side, let's stop for a second. Because I never knew there was many Dolphins fans. Sorry. <laughs> There's not. Well, I mean, that's the grounds crew. You can't go up 3-1 on the Nuggets. You lose the series. So, But my, my question is, though, you picked the Celtics to win in the East. And how, how's that looking for you? Down 3-1, and Tyler Hero is balling out. <laughs> He's picking up Instagram models. They're like, well, he ain't old enough to drink, but I'll take care of him. Hey, Don't I, you worry about him. I saw him on Instagram. He was giving autographs. He was signing uh, buckets. And I was like, why is he signing buckets? And he's like, because that's what I make. Yeah, he had, I, I'm sure he signed that Instagram model's ass cheeks when he sniffed co- cocaine off of her ass. I would. I mean, I'm sure that's what you've seen that pictures from her, right? Hey, man, Miami South Beach. That's how we do it down there. Yeah. I saw this. uh Meme and I was talking about Tyler Hero being locked in the bubble. He scored 37 points in game four, but due to COVID, he goes back to his room and eats like a Snickers bar. That's why Miami's going to win, right? Yeah. They, they're not getting the uh, distractions of South Beach. So What we, do they call so it? The say. South Beach flu you get this time of year? Right. They're not getting it. They're, they're yeah. just going to keep playing ball, and that's why they're up 3-1. At least him. Well, uh, they're up. Th- the team's up 3-1. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Miami, I feel Miami's like any of those guys one. It's over. Really one more game is done. Line. Jimmy Butler probably punch him in the nuts. It, yeah. it doesn't matter. Your Celtics pick though is hogwash. It's not going anywhere. If you think they're going to come back and win this series, you're out of your damn mind. So I just want to hear you can see that the Heat are going to win the next game and it's over. No, I'm not going to concede that. Uh, I pick the Celtics to win the series. They're down three to I'm one. I'm giving you an opportunity do, to humble know. yourself. I come feel on. I feel like the Heat will win the series, but I'm not going to go back on my pick. Yeah, it's not over yet. <laughs> it is over. Not it's over clearly till it's over. over. It you is over. What I'm saying is, these Heat are not the Golden State Warriors. They're not going to. He, he, so he at least acknowledged that the Heat are going to win the series, but they're not going to just close it out 4-1. Correct. What's it going to be? 4-2? Four, 4-3. Four, three. Four, three. Uh, Get out of here. 4-2 best. Get out of here. There's no way. Larry Bird's they, not they walking broken, through that door. Yeah, they've broken their will. <laughs> I would say 4-2. I think the Celtics get the next game. They fight hard, and that they'll lose the game after that. If I had to call it, I'd say 4-2, which is bad because I said Celtics 4-2 to start, and I'm dead wrong right At least now, you got the numbers right if that's the way it goes. But it's going to be 4-1, and everything about what you just said is going to be incorrect. We shall see. 
All right, one last thing before we get to our NFL Stone Cold Lead Pipe Locks of the Week is we are winding down the COVID season of Major League Baseball. Now, I'm going to say, as a Reds fan, I haven't been this excited about baseball in September in, I don't know, 10 years. That's just me. Mr. Brown, you're a Braves fan. Your squad is hitting the ball like I, I don't know if any team has in recent memory. Like 27 Yankees. I, I mean, you can make that comparison. 63 Giants. Like, that's not even a joke. You're not even stretching the truth here. That's exactly what's happening. I, I, I say that, and I'm just – let me, let me reel it back in. I've been a Braves fan for 30 years. That shows how old I am now, okay? I've told you this. I haven't seen a Braves lineup quite like this, and I know it's a 60-game season, but their top four hitters have an OPS around 1,000. And they can they hit good pitching. Like you're, they you're, don't have any pitching, your but they're going to hit your eight team's ace. Your team OPS is like 840. 840. Like, that's all-star level for – like, I don't – as a Reds fan, I don't think anybody on our team is hitting 840. Dansby's our ninth-place hitter, and his OPS is 800. Like, that's, that's ridiculous. So, I mean, we're going to – it's not a tradi- traditional uh, – method of winning ball games in October because it's always pitching and defense, but I feel like they're going to outslug people. And that's what I was going to ask you. Do you think this will translate to playoff baseball? I do. Because, like, you ain't got a choice. You got to believe it. No. I'm <laughs> True. <laughs> Especially with an 18 playoff, which we'll get into, they can bash away for the first couple of rounds for sure. Well, well, speaking of the 18 playoff, that's the only reason why I'm even excited about Major League Baseball still is because my team's in it only because of the 18 playoff. And I appreciate that because, like, we were talking earlier before the show started. Like, in most cases, like, you wouldn't know. Like, like the Nationals last year, right? Like, if, if you stopped at 60 seasons, they're not in the playoffs and they end up winning the whole thing. Because by the time you play 162 games, you can kind of separate the pretenders from the contenders and whatnot. But in 60 games, you can't really do it. No. Now, now as, a, as the Reds fan here on the podcast – They've been on fire in in the second half of September. And so, for me, I'm internally optimistic. Now, look, we could come do the show next week and they may not be in the playoffs. Correct. they got to find a way to win one, at least probably two, against the Twins, who've only lost five games at home all year. They're like freaking 32-5 and five or something stupid. I don't think they played that many. Anyway, I, I told you before the show started that this year only, the eight teams in each league I like – the only reason is because it's a 60-game season. It gives them teams a chance. To a team like it. the Nats yeah. last year would even made the playoffs. So, that, like, let's say like a Reds because they have the pitching. They're a similar built team like the Nats last year. They could make a run like the Nats, but they hadn't established themselves yet because we're just at that point now where teams start identifying who they are. So, we threw eight teams in each league. I'm fine with it because it's a 60-game season. In a normal season, I don't like it at all because 162 games is enough to – separate the men from the boys but this year i'm perfectly fine with it and i'm telling you right now if the dodgers match up one versus eight against the reds they need to be worried put your money on the reds i'm telling you trevor bowers winning the Cy young damn it kershaw we know how he is in the playoffs we also know how bueller has been this year you look at it from where you were talking braves before slugged their way through it you get into the national league who's pitching in the national league scares you one to three starters or bullpen where you couldn't, they Cincinnati. might have, you know, a top end guy that goes, but then you slug the hell out of the rest of them. The only team that scares me is the Reds because they have pitching. Well, no one else in the National League has pitching like the Reds. And I'm just telling you, I mean, even if we face the Reds, I like our chances, but I mean, there's no teams in the National you League. You would rather got, play someone else, though. I mean, not, I mean, I don't want them in the first round. 
right. think if we match up down the road, I'd, I'd be fine with it. But there's no there's no rotation in the National League that's like, oh, wow. No, because, well, National or American League, like most of your rotations that you might fear a little bit, they got injuries. Right. I mean, but let's be real. The Braves have been facing DeGrom. They've been facing Scherzer. They've been facing Nola all season long playing East teams. They faced Garrett Cole because they faced the Yankees. They hit good pitching. They're a great fastball-hitting team. It don't matter. So the fact is – and we'll see what happens, but they've seen the cream of the crop already. All right, so so to backtrack just for a second, the teams that have made the playoffs that have clinched already, we have the Dodgers, we have the Braves, we have the Padres, we have the Twins, we have the White Sox. There's like six in the AL and the Yankees, four in the NL. Yeah, the AL is almost set. <clears throat> so All the right. NL, the NL so Central's got everything in, screwed In the up. AL, you have the A's, you have yep. the White Sox, the Rays, Twins, Rays, Rays Yankees. And there's someone else I missed because y'all started giving me gestures. <laughs> Indians? Indians, I don't think it's clinched no, yet. The Indians haven't clinched yet. Either way, the, the AL's almost set. And it we're pretty sure clinched. who those eight teams Indians are going to be. Indians may have clinched. Because then you have uh, the Astros that are sitting there and the Blue Jays. Yeah, the, the, the Astros and the Blue Jays. Are those the, are the last they're two teams the ones that the Indians have clinched. Them. You're right. Yeah. So six teams. And in the NL, you've got the Dodgers, Padres, Braves, you have and the, then everything uh, else. Cubs, four teams have clinched. The Cubs, and you're looking at potential four teams from the NL Central. It's the Cardinals, it's the Brewers, it's the Reds, right. and then you have the Phillies and the Marlins. So, but the Marlins have been sliding a little bit. No, the Marlins are ahead of the Phillies. So I think the I think the Marlins get in. I, I don't know. I think they've been sliding too much. But then it's between the Phillies and the Giants for they spot. And I picked the Giants at the beginning of the year, so y'all about to eat crow. You said for a second in the division. It doesn't matter. If they make the playoffs, that's a feather in my cap. I predicted the Padres to finish second in the West. Well, congratulations, Mr. Baseball. You got that one right, you jackass. Send me to Japan. <laughs> <laughs> sound you know it is time for the week three nfl stone cold lead pipe locks and we have biggie and mr brown you guys are tied for first place i'm in last place but i'm just one just one game behind are you nervous are you looking over your shoulder no that's your normal shut up you should be that's your normal spot no it's not damn it we we predicted that The bet was between you and Biggie, and I'm right here. You know what I'm saying? I thought we were doing a menage a trois. Death, taxes, and Chad in last place. Uh, Amen, brother. It's about to change this week. However, before we get into our picks, we have our Thursday night game. It's the Dolphins and the Jaguars. The Jaguars are a two-and-a-half-point favorite. and I believe we all picked the Dolphins, right? <laughs> we did not. We all picked the Jaguars, and it's not looking good so far. But you know what? It's not halftime yet. But that's the integrity we bring to these picks. We pick on Thursday. We don't change anything on Friday or Saturday or Sunday. We ride or die with these picks on Thursday night. And even though the Dolphins are whipping up on the Jaguars, it would be easy, damn easy for us to say, yeah, we took the Dolphins. But did we? Basically, what this game comes down to is me and Chad the Mark confirming that the beard is what real men do versus Mr. Brown's mustache. And right now, the beard is in the lead. <laughs> the beard is in the lead. The, the Minshew mustache needs to get going. 
So we're going to skip this game. We already know we're all on board with Jacksonville. Let's get going with the rest of the picks. We have Mr. Brown's Las Vegas Raiders. Starting with this pick. Against Canadian Biggies, New England Patriots. The Patriots are a five-and-a-half-point home favorite. Patriots. That's it? That's it. Nothing else. The fact that they can't even give them six at home tells me Vegas knows the Raiders are going to continue to do what they did to the Saints. It's going to be Waller. It's going to be Jacobs. It's going to be Derek Carr continuing not to turn the ball over. The Raiders aren't going to just cover. They're going to win this game. Just go out 3-0 at Foxborough. I hate the Patriots. I love the Raiders. After they showed up my Saints last week that I was so high on. But I got to go with the Patriots. Of course you do. So you're the lone wolf starting out right off the gate. That's what I do, baby. That's so why I'm in first place. Give us an autumn wind, lone wolf I would Raider. like to say Alexa, play the autumn wind, but. The Chicago Bears on the road against the Falcons who were wounded after blowing that game against the Cowboys. The Falcons yet somehow are a three-point favorite. Take the Falcons to cover at home. I'm not feeling the energy this week, guys. Well, well, bring us some energy, damn it. No Who do you got? Nah, is it going to be the ATL? Nah, is it going to be – are they coming back? Taking the Falcons. They got to win eventually. They, they, can't, they can't lose they every got game. too many weapons. They got to win at some point in life. I, you know, I'm with all of you on this. The, the Falcons have got to win a game at some point. They can't start 0-3. And I'm just not that impressed with the Trubisky Bears. It's just not happening. I picked them two weeks in a row. You did. I'm one on one. So one Falcons. So you're you're gonna you're gonna abandon that shit before. No, it goes I mean down. the Bears had it last week too until the fourth quarter. All right, here, here's a fun one. The 49ers with every injury that you can imagine in the starting lineup, they are a four point favorite on the road against the Saquon Barkley less New York Giants. Who's starting for the Niners? Nick Mullins? <laughs> I I don't know. Is the injury report out? I'm pretty sure Jimmy G's out this week. Well, does that change your stance? No, the Giants are absolute dog shit, so I'll take the Niners to cover at three and a half. Did you know the Niners are spending this week in West Virginia? I did not know. Yeah, they, they decided were, not to travel back across country. All right. I'm glad we're good for something here. Let's we, go see it. We can't play high school football because we might be in the orange or the gold or whatever the hell we're in. <laughs> but we can have an NFL, we'll have NFL team at the Rainbow. Cool. <laughs> are you so taking- I, I'm taking the Niners and their COVID uh, traveling back out wherever they got to go. I, I'd rather be in West Virginia and California any day. Amen. All right, so we'll move on past that one. Who'd you pick? Uh, San Francisco. All right, cool. Clearly, All right. San Francisco in a clean sweep. All right. Sorry, I got some premature jocularity there. I apologize. Yes. All right, the Houston Texans on the road against the Steelers. Steelers are a bit of a question mark. Houston has the worst schedule to start the year of any team in the NFL. The Steelers are a four-point home favorite. Taking uh, – Big Ben and the Roethlisberger, and they're going to cover. Ooh, it's a tough one. You don't like this one. Four at home. They're, they're four-point favorites. You have the Texans. You open, against, open up against the Chiefs and the uh, Ravens. Ravens. Yep. Two best teams in football. Yep. Now you're, now you're playing another good team. The Steelers. Yeah, that's a notch down. So I'm, I'm, I'm a good Texan. Really? So, uh, do you know the song... Uh, Stars of Texas or anything like that. Can you do something for Lone Wolf Texas related? Well, I'm gonna say get along with a doggy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that works, I guess. 
Really? So everybody loves the Steelers. I, I guess the Texans, the Texans are dead, man. No, they're not. Yes, they are. This is where they rise above. <laughs> I learned that... Uh, <laughs> No name. His name is Frank. We're not. No, his name. The name's American. Let's not get into wrong national anthems again. This right, week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. This is my favorite game of the week because I have. I think this spread is ridiculous. I don't know what to pick, and it involves my team, the Bengals, on the road to Philly, and Mr. Glass and the Eagles are four and a half point home favorites. To me, this is like the toughest game on here to pick because. How are the Eagles a four-and-a-half-point favorite at home? Both teams are on, too, and like you said, Mr. Glass, he's regressing. I hate to see it. I'm probably going to put a curse on uh, the <laughs> Bengals when I do this, but I'm taking the Bengals with the Wow. Bengals. You said Bengals, Eagles, four-and-a-half. Eagles, four-and-a-half-point favorites. You want to go first? I mean, I'll go ahead and tell you I'm taking the Bengals. I've, I've been all right with them so far. I'm one-on-one. That's a hell of a lot better than last year, so I'm taking them this week. One oh, I think they, they got us a push the first. Well, whatever. That's sorry, a win, I, damn it. I was it. looking for my beer. Who'd you take? I got the Bengals. And we're, we're both taking the Bengals, so you can rather join the dark side or you can be lone wolf. Do you really want to pick the Eagle, Eagles? I hate the Eagles. Then pick them. I hate them. Who are you taking? I'm taking the Eagles. You taking the Eagles? Give me a caca. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the Los Angeles Rams. Go into the fr- not the frozen tundra, the bu- the Buffalo tundra, Buffalo Bills, where the Bills are only a two and a half point favorite at home against the West Coast Rams. This is a, an early start time on the East Coast. Traditionally, West Coast teams struggle with that. I don't know if the Rams will or not, but it's not going to matter because Bills Mafia is strong. They're going to be chucking dildos from outside the stadium. <laughs> he had to bring it up. Yeah. Bills cover at home. It's two points at home. Two Give and a half. That. Two and a half. I got two right here. Well, I wrote down two and a half, so that's what we're saying. Okay, well, two it's going to go either bills. way. Two and a half for the Bills. I'm going Rams. You're going Rams. Absolutely. Wow. Again, you, you're you riding the lone wolf once again, and he's, he's busy opening the bottle of his beer. So he's not at the mic. So I'm just stalling for time until he comes back to give us that ram sound. What's again. a good ram sound? You did it last week. Do you remember? It's a sheep getting raped. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even follow that up. What am I supposed to say now? Just keep going. Oh, my God. The Tennessee fighting Mike Grables in all their kicking glory, as Biggie would put it, are on the road. To the highly disappointing Minnesota Vikings. The Titans are a two and a half point road favorite. As well they should be, and they won't need to kick this week because the Vikings can't do a damn thing on offense. I'm taking the Titans to cover. This has got to be a conflict for you, Biggie. I mean, it's You're like fighting it's- Vrabels versus your somewhat Canadian Vikings. I mean, the only thing it'd be worse is if the Patriots were the officials or something. Yeah. Right? Patriots versus the Bucks, you know, in the Super Bowl. I was at the greatest game in Vikings history, the Minneapolis Miracle. They'll never get back to that prominence again. They're done. Fire them all. Get rid of Cousins. I like to think the Vikings would eventually bounce back, but their quarterback is complete trash. So I got to go to Titans as well because I love me some Derrick Henry. I wish I could add to the conversation, but it's a clean sweep at this point. The Vikings have burned me two weeks in a row. I can't go back to them, baby. It's not going to work. So it's the Titans all the way across the board. The Washington football team. This is another just fantastic matchup. 
They're on the road to the mistake by the lake, the Cleveland Browns, where the Browns are a seven and a half point home favorite. I hate this spread because it's big enough to make me really want to go with the Dan Snyder Washington football team. (laughs) But yeah, the Browns really suck. I'll take Washington to cover. They'll lose by a touchdown. Okay. Uh, I'm taking Cleveland all day. Man, so give me a dog pound because I'm taking the Washington football team, even though they screwed me last week when it came to going to the desert on the horse with no name. We're back this time in Cleveland, and I don't trust Cleveland. I know Cincinnati made it, you know, think that maybe they're both good teams. No, they're both terrible. They're awful, and Washington's going to keep it ugly. I don't think they'll win, but they'll cover that seven and a half. So, Mr. Brown, Lone Wolf again. (laughs) That was with intensity. Uh, Oh, my God. Calm down. Calm down, damn it. We got more picks to do. We can't settle on the Cleveland Brown dog pound. Let's go to the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. On the road against the Colts. If you had to guess the spread on this one, Mr. Brown, what do you think it is? I don't even care because I'm going to be the Lone Wolf. Let y'all go. What do you think the spread is? Seven. By who? The Colts? Yeah. Yeah, it's actually 11 and a half. Oh, wow. <laughs> They're almost 12-point favorites oh. against the Jets. I can't You'll do your picks, and I'll pick the opposite. How about that? I can't remember the last time I saw a spread this large that didn't have, like, the Chiefs, Ravens, Patriots, somebody like that involved. It's sad that the Jets have fallen off this far so quickly, but it is kind of easy to take the Colts to cover here. <laughs> At 11 and a half. The Jets are J-E-T-S dog. Hey, all I'm saying is we saw the 49ers with their entire team go down, and they still won 31 to 13. Niners are way better than the Colts. Right, but they don't have to be 20 points better. They just have to be 12 points better. I'm taking the Jets. Wow. You you are the lone wolf again. Feels out of control. I I can't trust the Jets. Like I know it's eleven and a half points, but the can Jets you tr- are can you trust really bad. There's can already a thing going on. Sam Darnold, Mister Mono, Absolutely. and his his butterface girlfriend. They got him a new swamp monster. I heard that over the weekend. So he's ready to roll. He's got a new swamp monster. Absolutely. Oh, well that can might you change. See that on TMZ. It doesn't change things. I'm still taking the Colts. You're a lone wolf again. We're not even doing a noise because I don't want to hear you screech like a jet. We're just moving on. I don't know what a jet would make. It's stupid. We're not doing it. Carolina on the road against the Chargers. And it's a a six-and-a-half point spread in favor of the Chargers, who are getting some love after giving the Chiefs a little bit of a challenge. Give me the Los Angeles Chargers. With uh, go newly minted Justin Herbert. I don't know what the accent is, but I appreciate you finally making sense. I'm also <laughs> taking the Chargers. I mean, there's no way the team doctor stabs another quarterback in the lungs. Yeah. Is there? Yeah. I mean, that yeah. can't happen. So Not Herbert. All right, I mean, how can, how can you take the Panthers with Noel McCaffrey? This week? You can't. You can't. I, I, look, I wish Teddy Bridgewater the best of luck, but he's, he's on an island this week. So it's across the board for the Chargers. I love the fact that you and Biggie aren't separating yourselves at all. So then you're just going to be dog shit for the rest of the season? No, That's you're great. just going to be in last place yeah, after no. this week. That's what's going to happen. Yeah, I can't help it that I write my picks down before Biggie picks. And then he's just, he's like peering over the tables to see what I'm doing. <laughs> he's trying to look for you. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's try the Detroit Lions on the road in the desert. Back to back weeks. We're going to look at the Cardinals as a five-and-a-half-point favorite. 2020 NFL MVP Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals cover. 
I feel like you're going to ride this one all year long. Oh, damn right. That's his new thing. Oh, yeah. That's his new uh, Lions for Matt Patricia. <laughs> the, the fighting, fighting Matty Peas. I'm taking the uh, Cardinals as well. Clean sweep across the board. I learned my lesson last week after thinking the, the Washington Football Club could cover that spread. That's a mistake. What they're going to do this week. There ain't, there ain't no way the Lions do it, so I'm going with the Cards as well. All right. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, your your Tampa Bay Bucks, on the road to Mile High, Denver, six point favorites. Denver six point. No, no, no. Tampa on the road is six point favorites. Clarify. Uh, traditionally, Denver has been a house of horse for Tom Brady throughout his career. When I look at uh, Denver, I'm not sure who's starting a quarterback. Might be Blake Bortles. <laughs> not sure what they're doing defensively. It's mile high. Uh, I'll take Tampa to cover. Well, because they're probably not going to cover, but I'm going to go with Tampa Bay. Don't you realize that Denver just tried out on Rico? They, they Don't did. that influence your picking? They signed him to the practice squad. Oh, damn. He's going to throw it over all those mountains. <laughs> all the mile high mountains. And there's tons of mountains in Denver. Uh, with that being said, it's probably going to be a pick six. I don't know what's going to happen, but <laughs> I'm taking the freaking – Sorry, ass Tom Brady's and the Buccaneers. You know what? I wow. am too, and I didn't even pick him to make the playoffs. But yeah, this is the second week in a row I'm picking Tampa to cover. So their schedule must be super nice. That's all I can say. All right, let's get into a real interesting game. Maybe Biggie and I will get some separation here as the Dallas Cowboys go on the road to the 12th man, Seattle Seahawks. The Seahawks are a five point favorite. Give me the Cowboys to cover. Oh, I can tell you 100% he's a lone wolf. I, I love Russell Wilson in the season. I want to hear an explanation as to why you think the Cowboys cover that. I want to hear a broke back Malkin lo- uh, lone wolf. <laughs> Wait, I want to hear why first. Uh, you look at how they fought last week. All them guys coming together. Uh, it's a Patriots thing. That's what it they is. They came together. Seahawks, are, Seahawks blew their wad <laughs> last week. This is that game they look past just a little bit. When you're the spoon, what side are you on? <laughs> they came together. I don't oh, wear chaps. Me. You don't wear chaps. All right. What's, what what does the Cowboys say, Lone Wolf? Because I'm taking Seattle. I'm not a dumbass. <laughs> get along, little doggy. Yeehaw. That's what you get. Wow, I can't believe you're taking the Cowboys. That's crazy. I think the Cowboys beating the Falcons is more a testament to the Falcons than it is Dallas. I agree. Let's do it again. Is that your pea shooter? Yes. Your six shooter? The Cowboys. As dispenser. That's what they're going to sound like rolling up he in says, Seattle. I'll be a Huckleberry. Yeah, that's right. That's right. It's Seattle all day long. All right, let's, let's get off of that train and go to Green Bay, going down to the Bayou. Going to Nolens. It's a good game. It's a great game. This is your Sunday night game, the yeah, game of the week. I like it. And the Saints are a three-point favorite. Mm. 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 Give me the uh, what's A Rod do there? The discount double check. The, the discount. Packers with the points. They're actually going to win the game outright, but they're plus three, so I'll take them. Back. Well, yeah, so they're, they're winning the game outright, then they would, yes, cover two probably because it's only three points. Well, I'm saying I'm not just taking them because they're a dog with the points, even though it's only three. They're going to win. Okay. I love cheese. You like cheese. And I love the Rainbow League cheese. I love the fact that Tom, uh, Aaron Rodgers is doing his thing. 
I love Aaron Jones. I love the Packers. The Saints showed last week they were very overrated and lost to my Raiders. Okay? Packers all day. So, I've been high on the Saints. I I think the Saints will win the division. That being said, there's some question marks in Green Bay. They had a questionable draft. They drafted Jordan Love, right? Or is that his name? Yes. Yes, Jordan Love. They drafted Jordan Love, a quarterback. And, And you know what? It's a brilliant, tactical, awesome maneuver. Because you know what they did? They lit a fire under Aaron Rodgers' ass. And he's playing like it's 2011 all of a sudden. Broke and up with his girlfriend. He's ready to play football again. That's right. Just got traded in our fantasy league. So uh, he did, which is beyond reasonable. Blasphemy. You know, ah, a jackass. This is madness. So I'm also taking the Packers. I'm dr- I'm jumping off the Saints bandwagon this week. Wow. No way the Packers lose this. Wow. Week. No beads for you, my friend. No beats. No beads. Beads. Got to earn them. I don't want to see yeah. your beads. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't say it was from me, son. So we get a rare instance to close out the week three games with a Monday night matchup that actually means something. Kansas City on the road to Baltimore. The Ravens. And the Ravens find themselves a three and a half point favorite. Is that because the Chargers scared the Chiefs a little bit? Maybe. I don't know. So anyway, with the Ravens at a three and a half point favorite, Biggie, start us off. I like the Chiefs with the points here. I think they were almost looking past the Chargers last week, especially when the surprise start from the one and only Justin Herbert. They were looking forward to this game. I like the Chiefs. I like Mahomes. I'll go with them until they let me down. You may not be wrong. I'm taking the Chiefs, of course, for obvious reasons. Oh, so this is the second week in a row. No, it's not. I don't know. You just jumped in last week. I'm a lone wolf, though, because I'm taking the Ravens to cover because they're at home. Kansas City, they didn't impress me last week. I think they, they, they're riding too high from that Super Bowl hangover, maybe. They need to get their asses in gear, and it's going to take a loss to do it. I think Kansas City's going to win the Super Bowl this year, but it's going to take Baltimore to make them wake up this week. Maybe Andy Reid can't see from his face shield in the fall. He can't. He's got to take it off. He's got to lose it. He's got to go with the— You don't know what the hell he's calling uh, You don't know. Well, they draw it on the face shield, I guess you can see that. Yeah. But I'm taking the Edgar Allan Poe. And the the murder of the the Ravens, whatever you want to call it, Ka-ka. I guess that's my lone wolf sound. That's all you're getting from me. But I'm taking the Ravens at home to cover that spread and to win outright, no question. That is our week three Stone Cold Lead Pipe Locks of the Week. And for whatever reason, Biggie, I feel like you were just like cheating on my my sheet here and and stealing my picks. Like, are you intimidated by my? My steady start to the year. Sitting on the other end of the table, keeping that thing down by your belly People and announcing can't your tell. pick after I tell you what I'm doing. You're just riding my coattails like you did last year, motherfucker. Uh, riding I, your I, I like last. how you guys like to make it between each of you, but the fact is I've had three lone wolves the first two weeks. I'm still in first place. This year I'm going to bump it up. This week, I'm sorry. Five lone wolves, I believe. I'm, I'm going to leave you guys behind. That's because you're drinking. Every week, right? <laughs> Every week in first place. He refuses to even talk about these picks until he's at least had three beverages. Every week. He doesn't even want to know the spreads. He I just got to vibe it. It's what it he is. Feels. He goes off it's the working gut. For him so it might far. be the beer gut, but that's the gut he's trusted. He's going to ride it all the way. I hope next week you guys will trust it with me. <laughs> well, then you just accuse me of copying your picks, I'm sure. No, I won't. 
Maybe I'll go first next week. Go first. Yeah, that I would can. be a first. Yeah. He likes, I can't the, help he likes it. to hear our picks. Yeah. I can't help it that I'm here running the show. I'm in Master Control Center here, and yeah. you asshats sit there with the microphones. You call it running. Wow. Okay. It's really hard to sit there with the microphone and make picks while you got your phone in your hand. While I got to sit here and meditate and look at all this stuff and try to keep it balanced. Screw you, jackasses. This has been the We Don't Know Sports Podcast. We'll see you the same time next week. But you know what? We got a guest picker next week when we do these lead pipe locks. LeVon Kirkland next week. NFL Picks, we'll be back. We can't wait to share that with you next week. This has been the We Don't Know Sports Podcast. Have a good weekend. We'll see you next time.